They thought they heard the sound of a bugle playing a strange call. That man, the trumpeter, was my brother. There were three of us, and I am the only one alive. My name is John Jest. Here is our story. It begins in England at Brandon Abbas in Herefordshire. Here we were brought up by our aunt, Lady Brandon, her dead sister's three boys, Michael, Digby, John, and her own daughter, a little girl called Isabel. Michael was the captain, our hero and leader, Lady Brandon's favorite nephew. As a child, because of his looks, she called him Beau, Beau Jess, and the name stayed with him. Digby was the lieutenant. He was Beau's twin, smaller and a quarter of an hour younger. I was a year younger, their mascot and their obedient slaves. There was a game we used to play in the lily pond at Brandon Abbas. It was called Naval Engagements. It was played with two toy boats, each crowded with lead soldiers and bearing three brass cannons loaded with buckshot. Is your ship ready, Lieutenant? Ready, Captain. Light the fuses. Ready? Go. Hey, only one of my guns are firing. Must be improper fusing. No battle. Fetch him in, John. Aye, aye, Captain. You better touch your trousers up, John. Mind you don't lose any men overboard. I got them. Oh! What happened? I'm shot. Stop making faces and come here. Ooh. Be quiet, Isabel. Don't look at it. Let me see, John. Is the bullet inside his leg? How did it feel, John? Just like being shot. I'm going to be sick. What are you going to do with your knife, though? Going to cauterize the wound, Captain, and prevent it turning septic? No. Naval surgery without anesthetics. Cut out the cannonball. First, I have to sterilize the knife. Now, John, will you be gagged or chew on the bullet? I don't want to be disturbed by your beastly yells. I shan't yell, Captain. Uh, sit on his head, Digby. No. Hold his hoof, then. <gasps> Isabel, hide your eyes and keep still. Get the bullet out, Jim. <laughs> Almost. Hold him still, Digby. Here it comes. Yeah. How do you feel now, John? I feel all right. I'm going to confer a new name on you for bravery. Stand up, Digby, and salute. John Jess, because you didn't cry when wounded in battle and didn't yell during a major operation of naval surgery without anesthetics, I now give you the rank and title for the rest of your life of Stout Cellar. Oh, thank you, Captain. I say, Captain, do you think we could manage a Viking's funeral? Right you are, Lieutenant. Stout Cellar, you have also earned high honor of a full-dress Viking's funeral. Uh, we can use my boat and one of my soldiers. Uh, John, you may choose the one you want to be. I'd like to be one of the new blue ones, if it's all right, Captain. Uh, hand me one, Dig. I now solemnly name this valorous soldier the Viking Earl, John Jess. Now, put him on a matchbox filled with explosives, Dig. You sit here, Don. Stand up, everyone else. Hats off. Ready, Digby? Lighter. Now, shove her way out. There she goes. I can still see the Viking in the center. That's what I call a funeral. I'd give something to have one like that when my turn comes. What's more, I'll write it down in my will. None of you dirty little dogs will get anything from me unless you see it properly done. I'll give you one, Bo, whenever you like. So will I, you, Dig, if you die first. Shake on it. Shake. Throw your bugle, Digby.
Most of the other great moments of my childhood were connected with a fabulous and historic jewel owned by Lady Brandon, the Blue Water Sapphire. It had been in the family for several generations. Often people came to see the sapphire, princes, diplomats, jewel merchants from every corner of the globe. I remember the last time I saw it. We were home for the Christmas holiday. I was 18 then. Bo and Digby were at Oxford, and I was in my last year at school. On Christmas Eve, we persuaded Lady Brandon to get out the blue water for us to look at. Just the family, Bo, Digby, myself, and Isabel. Well, there it is, children. Golly. Beauty, isn't she? Remember the Indian Nile Raja who fainted dead away when he saw it? And it took 20 minutes to revive him. <laughs> no wonder. It still makes me dizzy. I thought we'd never get rid of him. He kept coming back to see it again. Three or four times, wasn't it, Aunt? Never mind the Nile Raja. Look at the blue water. Seems to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Makes you want to dive into it head first. And just disappear inside it. I say, what's going on?